0: hello everybody welcome back to the below the Line podcast and the spotter stand at youtube channel emily i was just saying before we started recording tonight that uh i'm very glad that you know we have nascar i'm an arkansas fan we both are our whole family is and you know if you watch some college football tonight you probably stumble across that game hog fan till i die it doesn't doesn't yeah not good it, it doesn't ruin my day anymore you know like I, I get over it pretty quick now um you know it sucks but Dang, it's just it's it's unfortunate. Um, hopefully next Saturday we'll actually be watching that game together next Saturday, and, and probably doing a show or something afterwards. Um, hopefully uh, it's a little bit better. But hey, you know, even if it's not, gotta go get the golden boot from LSU. Um, that's right. This game kind of dampened my enthusiasm a little bit. But we're not here to talk Razorback football as much as I love it. I could start a whole show about it, but there are plenty of them out there. Go listen to those. Um,
1: It'd be below the uh touchdown thingies. Okay.
0: Below the goal, post. Yeah.
1: The <laughs> well, goal, that, that goal post,
0: you know, the goal post is technically a yellow line like three four True. of them, you know. True. So, you know, I it could work. Um, just saying. So, uh, if you want to, you know, hear me start a football podcast, I don't have time to do it, but I'll, you know,
1: Put a football emoji down below
0: half effort, you know, and like some five minute we'll episodes. Comment. Yeah, you'll just hear me cry about the Razorbacks mostly. Yeah. Um, you know, That's the rest screwed us, not really. Anyway, good game, BYU. Um, yeah, I love the hogs, but tonight they were a little bit painful. You know, it wasn't painful, Bubba freaking Wallace. Um, you know, as a journalist, yeah, (laughs) Denny (laughs) Hamlin as a uh, journalist. And I put that in your code, should I be biased? Oh, heck no, no, that's breaking every single rule. But I frankly don't care. Just like Bubba Wallace and Denny Hamlin in their interviews. I don't care. Like I really don't Bubba makes it to the round of 12, but Emily, your guy won the race. I'll let you lead off. Uh, What'd you think about Denny's third win of the season at Bristol?
1: So good. His season is like on the up and up right now. Like at the beginning, it was like, whatever. He could be the champion. I really believe that right now. Um, his past few weeks, incredible. Let's keep it up. He is going to be a champion. I'm calling it now.
0: You're calling your shot. I called it for him hey. in 2021. It didn't really work out that well for me, unfortunately. Um, but um, he will. He looked great tonight. He could have won two out of the three, if not all three, playoff races so far. Looked great at Darlington until... Uh, the loose wheel. Uh, honestly, I can't remember what happened to him last week. Um, but that, that 11 team. At the end. Oh yeah. Yeah. Restart yeah, at the end. Yeah. Um, that 11 team though, they're just, they're hitting on all cylinders. Denny's more aggressive. Um, he's more vocal. He doesn't care about what anybody thinks. I think, uh, the podcast of his is, is probably helping that adding fuel to that fire. Um, but Denny Hamlin is just different this year. It's, oh, yeah. it's something yeah. about him. You There's know, something in the water.
1: About that, they're like he's so confident, and I'm like, it's almost like he. I don't know. You can just you can tell how. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's different for sure. Yeah. Also, well, the- just FYI, my um, I didn't plug in my computer, and it just gave me a battery warning. So if you see me disappear, I'll be back.
0: <laughs> what percent is it at? Ten. <laughs> Oh okay. Well, you know, we can, eh, I don't know. We well, we'll see. We we go down rabbit holes sometimes here on the podcast. We
1: try to stay on track I don't die.
0: You know, it feels really weird cuz it is a Saturday night and this is like the second Saturday night in 4 and weeks it's a post show.
1: Yeah. Like it.
0: Um <laughs> but you know, it I feel like we should be doing a pre race show right now. There's no race tomorrow and that kind of makes me sad, but
1: kinda weird. You know
0: what? NFL's back. Going to watch the Braves tomorrow. Going to watch the Saints Monday night. Got a couple of interviews for you guys tomorrow. So, um, you know, don't worry. The channel, the podcast won't be devoid of content tomorrow. Um, yeah, uh, can't think of a good segue with the word devoid in it. Um, let's just go ahead and talk Josh, about it. Are you it, even
1: it, a podcast host? Do what? Are you even a podcast host if you can't come up I know. Up if I can't segue? think
0: of a segue for every single word in the English language, no. You know, I just have a whole, like... Uh, Nine. Hey, you know
1: who? You know who looked like they were driving a Segway on a NASCAR trap tonight track? Who? Uh, let's see. Let me go back to my results. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't segway. know. I don't know. Smooth Pick somebody. Segway.
0: Kevin Harvick. <laughs> Kevin Harvick. Bro. They missed.
1: Oh, the crap! 13. Out of
0: that setup. What do you? What do you think about it? Emily, I'll lead off with you. What's your take on Harv?
1: Gosh, I hate it for him. I wanted him to end with such a good season. And he's out and it's, it's
0: so sad, man. You know, I have seen teams miss on setups before. And, you know, for any listeners out there that don't know what that means, that's just one, like you set up the car so badly and it handles nothing like it should. And you just can't fix it. Like there, Mm -hmm. there are some cars that are decent, but not great. And you can make adjustments. You can make the thing a winning race car, that four card, I still say, Emily, if you remember the bouncing number 50 that somehow made the Daytona 500 this year, I still say that's the worst car I've ever seen in terms of drivability. Kevin Harvick's may come in a very close second. Um, that car was <laughs> and ooh, that, that car was evil, and uh, it, it, there was just no chance for them to do anything. You got a lap down, then two down, no chance for Kevin Harvick to um. To to do like anything, and it was it was just sad. Like you said, Emily, it it's just a sad, sad way for him to go out. Um, obviously, he's still going to try to win these last seven races, but um, unfortunately, knowing that he's going to
1: end with the championship is just a bit of a bummer.
0: Yeah, or even the chance. I mean, just getting eliminated in the first yeah, round yeah. hurts. Two years in a row, he's gotten eliminated in the first round. Last year, it was due to things out of his control. This year, it wasn't. I mean, well, Darlington kind of was. Uh, I can't really remember how they ran at Kansas last weekend. I think they were just like 10th all day. But tonight, they just missed on the car. Like, the car was crap, and Rodney Childers, for the life of him, could not figure it out, which is rare. Uh, he and Harvick have been a dynamic duo. This year is their 10th season together. They won a championship in their first year together in 2014. And um, they've been so good. And tonight, they just failed to show up when they yeah. really – Really needed to one guy or two guys really that did show up though Emily Bubba Wallace like I mentioned fourteenth not flashy but he got in and Martin Truex who came in seven points behind Harvick he was the first man out we both had him in our championship four picks but start with Bubba and then you can go to Truex but Mm
1: -hmm. Bubba Wallace
0: makes the first round a lot of people wrote him off I said he'd make it to the round of twelve but I was not really loving that prediction after (laughs) Kansas weekend I'm honestly shocked. He came through, though, in the clutch. What do you make of Bubba's night tonight and uh, makes it to round two?
1: I mean, Bubba just apparently can pull off things when you don't think they're going to happen from, you know, thinking that he may be far out of the playoff uh, points and then him squeezing his way in. And then, like, maybe he's just a under-pressure kind of guy.
0: Maybe he is, because he came through in the clutch tonight. Uh, so ah. did Martin Truex. Um, he came in seven out. He didn't run fantastic. You know, he only finished, uh, where did he finish tonight, actually? Only finished 19th, two laps down. A rather unspectacular performance. But with with Joey Logano crashing out. Yeah, compared to the rest of the field. But with Joey Logano crashing out, taking the defending champion. And by the way, Emily, this was interesting. I thought this had been done at least once before. In uh, In this, the 10th year of the playoff era, Joey Logano is the first defending champion to be knocked out in the first round. Wow never really? happened before tonight. And a lot of people said it happened. I said, no, he's going to make the round of 12. I just, I cannot see Joey Logano getting bounced in round one. He's just, he's just too good. And involved in a wreck that was none of his doing. Corey LaJoy hit the wall, slid back up the track. Um, that was really what catapulted both True X and Bubba in because it was looking like only one of them would make it. That opened the door for them both to make it. And then Harvick, McDowell, Stenhouse couldn't really do anything. Logano just needed one of them to have an issue, and they didn't. Um, But what do you think? uh, uh, I'll ask you about Truex first, Emily, and then Logano. But what do you make Mm -hmm. of Martin Truex, the guy we all had pegged to the championship favorite, and then all of a sudden, oh, no, he's about to get eliminated, but he doesn't. comes through, and he's moving on to round two. What do you think about him?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, everyone's got kind of some bad moments, and I don't necessarily count him out right now. Um, he just, he's, he's too good to count out, even <laughs> though he squeezed in.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was close. Um, round two doesn't necessarily line up great for him, but if he gets to round three, look at Homestead where he nearly won last year, Vegas, where he's always fast and Martinsville where he is, you know, it has been Martinsville a few times in the past. He has been really good there. So if he can get to round three, it might be a very easy trip to the championship four in terms of getting there. Um, Joey Logano, Emily, I, I've been disappointed by Joey Lowe all year long. Defending champ, nearly won the Daytona 500, nearly mm-hmm. beat Ricky Stenhouse. And I thought, oh, my gosh, here he comes. He's just going to pick up right where he left off. Not the case. Only one win all year at Atlanta in the spring race five. And then he gets eliminated in round one. What do you think of the 22 team eliminated round one?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it is uh, pretty online line with their season, just kind of subpar.
0: <laughs> yeah, subpar is the way to describe mm-hmm. it. Last two guys, I'm just going to kind of briefly touch on these guys. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse, P10, solid effort. It's been a great season for that team. Uh, won the Daytona 500, and uh, they, they just didn't have the car, uh, the driver, the experience to make it past the first round. Um, but P10... Michael McDowell, uh, P6, needed to win, had a great run. And uh, in the preview show I did earlier today, I I really gave McDowell no shot. But he, you know, he qualified fourth and he showed everybody that, you know, he was going to be competitive tonight. Just obviously didn't have enough um, for Denny. Mm
1: -hmm. I do
0: want to talk a little bit more about the race for the win, Emily. It wasn't just thrilling. Denny beat yeah. Kyle Larson by two point four seconds, but he, every time Larson got close, I think he got within a tenth at one point. At the closest, Denny just fired back and he get further out in front. But what did you kind of see from that battle? Do you think Denny had it the whole time? And hey, Kyle Larson is showing that he's a championship favorite. Um, it just he's been insanely fast all three races. He had to come from the back tonight and so ended up P two. But what'd you make for uh, or of the the kind of ish battle for the win, if you will, between Hamlin and Larson?
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's and it's funny because I consider myself a semi Larson fan, so you know having those guys up there, uh, a little tricky. But um, I really I felt like Hamlin had it. I felt like you know Larson, given, um, given the situation, probably wasn't wasn't going to be able to take it from him, even though he clearly was having a great night too. Um, good good little good little race from them, but um, I really was pretty confident in Denny, which. You know, sometimes I have too much confidence in them, but it worked out tonight.
0: (laughs) It sure did. Um, I do want to talk a little bit more about the racing standpoint. I know neither of us were necessarily 100% focused on the race the entire time because, you know, we were watching our hogs. (laughs) Yeah, a lot is happening tonight. Um, But... Man, uh, first, I want to say this. Props to NASCAR for getting this whole thing in. You know, we were kind of playing a stop-and-go deal with the rain at the start, running pace laps. They'd fired the engines. They'd shut off the engines. Then we had the one delay at around lap 137. Uh, but we got the whole thing in, and a lot of people didn't think that we'd be able to do that tonight. This race was fine. There was some side-by-side racing. The groove moved up a little bit, but overall, I think the next-gen car just needs a lot of work on short tracks It races great on intermediates great on super speedways, but road courses and short tracks are where it kind of falls short. Um, and why that is, I don't know. I mean, is it more horsepower we need? Is it a aerodynamic change? I don't know. There's a reason I'm not in the R and D center, you know, designing these cars. um, I don't know what the fix is, but there needs to be one because this is a it's still a marquee event because it's a playoff race. It's a crown jewel. But when the racing is kind of subpar and there's not much of a chance for just anything insane to happen from a racing standpoint, it's kind of disappointing. Right. It kind of takes some of the luster out of it. um, So but we need to fix the car on short tracks. Um, I'm looking at my calendar here. And I just realized that my calendar right in front of me here is in uh, June. Still, I really need to change my calendar. Um, Anyway, I digress. Let's actually talk about these finishing results. Emily Denny and Larson, one and two. C Bell, let's talk about him a little bit. Pole winner. He's won the poll for the first three playoff races. How many laps did he lead tonight? Uh, Three. No, wait, hang on. That's not right. Um... Okay, can't see how many laps he led tonight, but it was a lot of laps. Mm-hmm. Um looked really, really good. Um the first race that he's kind of held steady from his qualifying position in the playoffs, but um what'd you think about his performance tonight?
1: Oh goodness. Can you repeat that? I apologize. I'm trying to figure out my battery.
0: Sorry. Uh, what do you think about Christopher Bell's performance tonight? Started on the pole for the third time in three playoff races and actually stayed up there. Led laps, just didn't quite have it, you know, for Denny at the end. But he looked really good tonight. What would you think about him?
1: Yeah, um, he's he's up there. He's one of you know, I consider him, you know, how I rank him in the in the category of the bees. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> as in, like, I'm not like his biggest fan, but like. I know he's great at racing, right, but I just kind of ignore him there and hope that they don't win. Um, they, meaning the bees. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I think, you know, anyone starting in the pole, obviously, like, clearly they've got a good uh, car for that track, and they have a lot of potential. Um, and it just, you know, while he didn't walk away with the wind, he had a good race.
0: He did. He had a solid night, and that's he, really what that team... A lot of guys needed. didn't have
1: such a solid night. So yeah, a lot of guys didn't.
0: And that was a surprising like, thing.
1: So
0: yeah, that was a surprising thing tonight. Like the guys, like Truex and Bubba, they had solid nights. They did what they needed to do, but you know like Kyle Bush, who's won at Bristol like eight times, getting laps, and it was just it was just a weird, weird race, um, in terms of you know how well guys ran. My pick was Chris Busher, ends up a solid P4. Ty Gibbs finishes fifth. We thought he might win his first career cup race tonight. Um didn't happen, but but he was very good, very strong for a lot of this race. Michael McDowell, sixth. Chase Elliott in seventh. Um, hopefully, we can get Emily back up there in just a second. Uh, Brad Kislowski in eighth. William Byron, ninth. Ricky Stenhouse rounds out the top ten. and He also rounds out the cars on the lead lap. Only ten cars finished tonight on the lead lap. Carson Hosevar, 11th. That guy has oodles of talent. I tell you what, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with in the Cup Series once he gets uh, some more legs under him. Ryan Priest in 12th, Alex Bowman, 13th, two solid runs from a couple of non-playoff guys there, Bubba and Reddick, 14th and 15th, Todd Gillen, 16th, Austin Dillon, 17th, oh, there you are again, Eric Amarola, 18th, Martin Truex, <laughs> 19th, Kyle Bush rounds out the top 20, I know you were probably happy to see him struggle a little bit tonight, Emily, but he My does course. advance to the round of 12, just but- saying, um, Daniel Suarez, 21st, Ryan Blaney, 22nd, Ross Chastain, 23rd. The Blaney and Chastain struggled tonight for two playoff guys, but they're in. Uh, I picked Chastain to miss the, the round of 12, and that prediction uh, aged like milk. Um, looking a little further down the result sheet here, Eric Jones, 24th, Corey LaJoy, would led laps before wrecking, 25th, J.J. Yaley, 26th, Chase Briscoe, 27th, Harrison Burton, 28th, Kevin Harvick, Twenty ninth AJ Almondinger, thirtieth BJ McLeod, thirty first Austin Cedric, thirty seconds Ty Dillon, thirty third Logano, thirty fourth Justin Haley in a beautiful Mountain Dew paint scheme, thirty fifth Ryan Newman, thirty sixth. Any more takeaways from the results, Assembly Before we go over, check out those point standings after Bristol.
1: You know the only point there standing that matters is number one.
0: <laughs> Denny Hamlin, <laughs> of course. I figured he'd <laughs> say yeah, something yeah. like that. Yes. Yeah. Figured you'd say something like that. He's going to be a favorite going to Texas next weekend, I think.
1: I can't wait.
0: The four guys eliminated. Joey Logano, Ricky Stenhouse, Kevin Harvick, Michael McDowell. The highest any of those guys can now finish in points is 13th. But, of course, they'll be trying to win these last seven races. William Byron and Martin Truex will be tied uh, for the top seed in round number two. They will each start off plus 25 to the cut line. Denny will start off plus 21 to the cut line. Kyle Larson will start off plus 12 to the cut line. Busher will be plus 10. Bush plus 8. Bell plus 5. And Reddick will be plus 3 to the cut line. He will be the last man in when we go to Texas. Ross Chastain as well as Brent Kislowski will both be three points out when we go to the Lone Star State. Ryan Blaney will be six out and Bubba Wallace 14 out because Bubba had no playoff points, no stage wins, race wins, nor was he top 10 in the regular season. So I feel like this could be the round that Bubba's out. I know Talladega in there. He's good there. He can absolutely win there. Um, but it's such a wild card and with limited playoff points, uh, behind the eight ball, but, hey, he was behind the eight ball in this round, too, and he made it. But, Emily, um, early impressions here of the round of 12. Truex and Byron probably feel pretty good. You got Bubba down there kind of in the basements, uh, but Blaney, Kozlowski, Chastain, Redick, Bell, Bush, all down there right in the mosh pit at the cut line. Who are you thinking maybe in danger of getting eliminated here in round two already?
1: Yeah, um, the people that... I kind of see that aren't in danger, I would say more like like here, do you want me to kind of give you my, my vibes here?
0: Yeah, go ahead, so, give us all the vibes.
1: A vibe, yeah. So here's my top four pick. Okay, which tells you kind of who I think is be- below that. Mm-hmm. And to me, the, all that matters is top four. Everyone else, whatever. <laughs> Byron, Hamlin, Larson, and Bush.
0: Really? You're going Kyle Bush in your championship. I you would know why. Why? So you can see him wreck out.
1: I want to watch Danny <laughs> push him in the wall and go across oh, the finish okay. line again champion.
0: I figured, you know, I was uh, I was re-watching my season prediction video earlier in the uh-huh. week just to see how blatantly wrong I was. I predicted yeah. Kyle Bush to be champion and it could still happen. I wouldn't be shocked if it did, but it's funny I was kind of fallen from a championship favorite with three wins in the middle of the summer. One to now um my championship four are very similar save for kyle bush i actually have Truex in that spot with hamlin byron and larson um my guys in the danger zone though bubba obviously um making the yeah. playoffs huge accomplishment making round two a bigger accomplishment if if he so round of eight, yeah. yeah i mean
1: if he, if he makes yeah. the
0: round of eight that's insane and Degas is his best shot like obviously i mean (laughs) i think that was obvious from the start they're looking at that race as a must win gonna try their hardest at the roval in texas obviously because they could point their way and crazier things have happened but uh yeah um i don't know about chastain man he just he's to to use gen x or no gen what is it gen alpha language Dude, or I can't whatever keep up
1: with
0: the gens. isn't gen alpha like six or seven year olds now what they make me feel old whatever they are um to use gen alpha language ross chastain is sus yo uh, he he uh that is like
1: Gen.
0: oh okay no i don't associate <laughs> with that. um but i didn't have a making round two i really don't have a making round three the speed's not there uh, Blaney is a little suspect as well. I just, I don't know, since the summer, they've just kind of tapered off. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if any of these guys got knocked out. Wouldn't be surprised if any of them made it in, you know, when you get to 12, it's kind of like, uh, okay. Um, you know, there's not really many surprises left anymore, but I don't know. It's the NASCAR playoffs. Um, and just saying in, in the Winston cup standings where it was just points and no playoffs, Chris Buescher would be second right now. Just saying. You know, he would he would have a chance to win the Winston Cup title. Crazy times, we are in. I think that's all I got. It's it's late. Um, I want to go to bed. And, midnight,
1: uh, man, not really, but
0: no. Well, on, on the west coast, it almost is. It's midnight somewhere. Um, yeah. Anybody staying up to watch uh, Pac-12 football games? God bless you, especially if you're in the Eastern Time Zone. I don't know why you would do that unless you are on the west coast. Um. I'm so glad I'm not. They're in the, Eastern,
1: in the time.
0: Eastern Time Zone. They're not on the West Coast. Well, no, 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 no. I meant like I don't know <laughs> who would watch those games unless you are on the West Coast.
1: Gotcha, gotcha.
0: Yeah, no, I'm stupid. <laughs> those are two separate stupid. sentences. Yeah, yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, Eastern Time Zone just kind of sucks. I mean, it's everything's so late. You you're know, you're a
1: little biased towards the central time so. well
0: yeah no duh i mean you are too probably just everything's <laughs> earlier here but in california it's too early nfl games start at 10 a.m i mean that's that's just too early for stuff to start um the xfinity race yesterday started at 4:30. Yeah,
1: and the bachelor yeah. starts before people get home from work actually yeah. i think they have a later showing i think they but then everybody could like find stuff out on social media
0: yeah. Well, you know, like the cup race today started at 3.30 in California, which is fine on a Sunday, but on a Saturday, a NASCAR cup race, a night race starting at 3.30. <laughs> that'd be <laughs> weird. I wouldn't mind being in the Pacific time zone like right now when, you know, it'd be 9 and not 11, you know, yeah. like you get some extra sleep, but anyway. We're about to make like time,
1: time zone podcast
0: at this rate. Gee, time zone, hey, uh, what would you That's the, another the time, one we could
1: start.
0: The, not the Twilight Zone, the Time light zone, <laughs> I don't know, the Timex zone, like the watch, you know, the Timex, one, the Rolex zone, I don't know, I don't know really anything about Rolex, I got a Casio, dude, this thing is faithful, it is, well, you can't see it, because my little Great background, Walmart. yeah, hey, hey, don't be knocking Walmart watches now, our you. grandfather's had one for like 50 years, that probably came from like, itty bitty Walmart when it wasn't a national chain, or whatever, I don't know, I'm delirious at this point, man, it's late, we've been recording a while, Thank you for coming on the show, Emily. Before I get too delirious, I do want to shout out um, all, a lot of cool stuff we got coming up. Uh, two interviews tomorrow, one with Glenn Luckett of the Salem Speedway, one with Larry, uh, let me remember how to pronounce his name, Rory, Rory. Is that
1: boy, Boss,
0: or yeah, I can't remember, uh, but he was, they were both great to talk to, um, so we'll, I'll have both those up tomorrow, one probably in the afternoon, one in the evening. Uh, and then Monday, if you haven't heard it yet, which I don't know how you haven't, I mean, you know, I've been screaming about it from the mountain. Uh, Mario Andretti is going to join us on Monday. Um, really looking forward to that one. Um, Mario is just like a kindred spirit, you know, and also like one of the greatest race car drivers of all time. So. Uh, can't wait to talk with him. And then also Monday. Um, I don't know if I'll post it Monday. I don't know. The, the video schedule is wild for like the next two weeks. Uh, we'll have uh, Michelle Maynard who is the owner of the Alaska raceway park. Um, I know, right. Don't think of racing when you think Alaska, but, uh, that's a NASCAR sanctioned track at, ho- at host uh, local short track racing and the NASCAR advanced auto parts weekly series there. So, uh, if you're in Alaska, which I don't know what time zone Alaska's in, but I know the sun doesn't go down there in the summer, so that must be fun. Um, yeah, that's really all I know about Alaska. That's what I'm planning for my intro for that. It's be like, you don't really, you know, what what do you think you know about Alaska? Racing's not on that list, is it? Um, and then you know, go down a rabbit hole of Alaska. Oh, something new. Did you know that ranch dressing was actually invented in Alaska? I didn't know that till the other or the day. Ranch on the ranch on the ranch in alaska do you know anything and about alaska the Buffalo play. oh yeah do you, do you know anything about alaska i don't aside from the ranch thing um uh
1: i you know tiktok some random podcasts, crap like that yeah. but not much
0: yeah not much either for me they don't have a college football team though Or at least i don't think not Their too far far prices
1: anywhere. are really high
0: oh I not bet.
1: surprisingly, but I yeah bet. Okay. anyway
0: yeah uh, so that's happening um let me look at my calendar here let me make sure i'm not missing any other interviews coming up this week because i know i have five this week and that's only two so sorry for keeping you long emily and, and all our listeners and viewers oh, yeah i'm
1: just like i sleep right
0: here oh goodness let's see uh,
1: uh, oh yeah it's tuesday
0: cool. uh we will have uh jason i don't have his last name on aldine. file yet but i will get that <laughs> uh not our jason but uh jason who is the promoter I
1: said
0: of the jason aldine oh no no not jason aldine. Oh goodness. Also not, not
1: our Uncle Jason.
0: Not Jason Aldean. No, no. That would our be a
1: funny Jason. one. You should have him on the show.
0: Oh goodness. He he would be a hoot, man. Goodness, that'd be the most listened to episode in the history of the podcast, right there. If we had him on, he's 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 harvesting right now, he doesn't have time. Um, you know, have, have you heard the Paul Harvey poem God Made a Farmer? It's 72 hours on Tuesday and then another 48 the next <laughs> day. Anyway, great Amen. poem. Go listen to it. Um, But we'll have uh, Jason on from the Clinton County Speedway in Clinton County, Pennsylvania, uh, on Tuesday. Um, At least that's when I'm interviewing. I'm not going to post all these on the day I interview them. I will also have former Xfinity Series driver Blake Cook on the show. And then on uh, Thursday, uh, we'll talk to uh, Bob Sargent, who is the interview of Track Enterprises, which manages a lot of local short tracks. Um, And then the 25th, September 25th, so two months – or wait. Nine days from now? I don't know. We'll have Bryce Hall from the Arrowhead Speedway. um, And I can't remember what town specifically it's in. It is right on, like, the Oklahoma-Arkansas line. So, home cooking for me, kind of. Wait, wait. Tell me the name of the
1: Speedway.
0: Arrowhead Speedway. I cannot remember what city it is in. Uh, That's all the interviews we have scheduled right now. Um, I I will tell you, I'll give you a hint for one we have coming up in October. Uh, America's crew chief. So just Google that. Um, you know, if you don't know who that is, you should. Um, but Google that, and then a few more in October. Um, trying to get some stuff planned for November as well. Talk with a lot of people, and uh, nothing's going to come together this year. On the uh, first time I've ever shared this with you guys. <laughs> Sorry, TV here it's so long. I'm like I'm just going down a rabbit hole, massive rabbit hole here. But um, nothing's going to come together on the sponsorship front this year. Uh, for below the line, but next year, I'm talking to some people. I'm, we're, I'm like dead set now, heck bent on uh getting our logo on a car in, in a NASCAR National Series next year. Like I've talked to some people, I think it's gonna happen next year. Um. You know, we're not signing contracts. You know, it's not a $500 billion McDonald's deal now. No, I, I, if y'all think I got that kind of money, y'all crazy, but that's why I'll need to like, subscribe, and everything so we can get that money. And any businesses out there that want to sponsor, uh, below the line podcast at gmail.com, all over case, no space, below the line podcast at gmail.com. Um, but um, yeah, uh, we're we're gonna get our name. I'm, I'm, this is not related. I'm, I'm sorry for everybody to <laughs> taking you on a rabbit hole, and I'm saying that a lot. But um, I just I've, I have to this say this. You know, I'm, I'm delirious at this point. The show is never gonna end. You
1: better
0: stop saying um, things. But uh, we're we're gonna get on a car next year. I will make that happen. Um, don't know if it's gonna be. Don't know who it's I'm gonna be Toyota. with yet. But yeah. Uh, I wouldn't mind. Hey, I'll take anything, man. I mean, I'm biased as heck towards Chevy, but you know, I, I wouldn't mind, but, uh, I'm talking with some people about that. We're going to do that. And when we do that, I mean, I know we are a small channel, like very small, but whenever that happens next year, I will, uh, I'll put stuff out, figure out some deal where like, you know, the will first you 30 know people, <laughs> no, I will not, but like the first 30 people oh. to comment on the episode or something like get their name on the decal in the car. So, uh, um, I don't know. We're, we're doing something. We're, we're going to do something big next year. I got, I got some, as Chris Lane says uh, in his song, I got some big, big plans. Um uh, not going to build a house on a hill because I, I ain't got that money. Uh, but yeah, big, big plans coming up. That's not related at all to the Bass pro night race, but thank you for listening. Everybody watching Emily, thank you for staying on for half an hour of arduous torture and listening to me just ramble Thanks about stuff. For
1: watching me bundled up.
0: With 300 yawns. Uh, 300
1: yawns? Approximately. Oh,
0: yawns. It's, no. it's what? I'm so yawns. confused. Oh, yawns. Okay, I thought you were bringing out your Boston accent, you know, <laughs> saying yawns, like yawns on your blanket. you going to go PockyCon, Harvard yawn, get yourself a bowl of chata? No? Okay. Well, we're all the leaders here. Thank you for listening to Bobby Ross's uh, NASCAR podcast. Uh, You know, coming live from Fenway Park. <laughs> This is why you shouldn't record podcast episodes after dark. You know, no. nothing nothing good happens after midnight. Um, it's not midnight. Anyway, it'll be after midnight when I'm ready. Anyway, we're going to go. We're going to leave now. Thanks for coming on the show. Tune in tomorrow. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> horrendous <call>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Tune in Monday, though. Mario and Dreddy coming on the show. I'm not going to take Mr. Mario on uh, this long rabbit hole. Anyway, see you guys later. Adios, amigos. We'll see you at Texas.